Hi, beautiful souls. Welcome to Humanity Feels. I'm your host, Yasmin Elsmore. This is a space where healing and conscious conversations happen. Join me on this journey as we dive into spirituality, relationships, and all the things that make us human. You'll also hear personal stories and practical advice from some of the best coaches, lightworkers, and spiritual entrepreneurs in the game. Let's heal, break patterns, shift paradigms, and rise together. Hello, my loves. I hope you're all doing really, really well. Oh, I am getting over a cold. I'm currently sick right now. Um, and it's so weird because I was kind of sick around Christmas time-ish, like that in between Christmas and New Year's. And I got better. And last week, I kind of got another wave of sickness. So... Um, I haven't gotten sick like this in like a few years, honestly. So yeah, that's how I'm doing. So I might cough a little bit here and there. I just want to give you guys a heads up. Um, But I wanted to come on here and I felt inspired to record an episode for you guys. And I want to talk about um, the five signs of incompatibility in relationships. This is huge, you guys. A lot of people are constantly asking me, and I see this so much in my field, in my work with clients and friends and just people around me in general, you know, asking like, am I compatible with this person? Is this even going anywhere? Like, what's the situation with the person I'm dating and my relationship? So there's a lot of signs, right? Like five signs is really nothing, to be quite honest, but if I give you guys all the signs... (laughs) I'd be here for days. So I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to give you guys the five major signs that I have found to be true in my uh, previous relationships and um, in my work from what I see as well. So starting with the future looks different. This is a really, really big one. If you want kids and a white picket fence and your partner doesn't, right? That's going to be an issue down the line. A lot of people get into relationships And we don't really talk to our partners or our dates about this in the beginning. Of course, we don't want to overwhelm the person when we first start dating them. We also want to be present. We want to go with the flow. But the problem with that is if you're looking for something committed and stable and long term, we need to know where that person stands, right? Like what does that person's future look look like? And what does your future look like? First and foremost, like checking in with yourself and asking, what do I want for myself? And will that be compatible with what my partner wants as well? Like, do we have to sacrifice anything? Does anyone have to compromise anything? Ideally, you don't want to have to do that, right? Because if you do, there might be resentment down the line. You can make things work. You absolutely can. Again, none of this, you have the free will to do what you want. Um, None of this will stop you from making any decisions. But but I'm just saying, you know, there are just certain aspects Um, of your future that, you know, the two of you must align on if you want to stay together and make things work, all right? And you should agree on major things like marriage, children, a home base. Um, And a good thing to do is when you close your eyes and you picture what your future looks like, does it align with what your partner sees, right? So this requires communication. It requires honesty on your end, requires honesty on the other person's end. Um, And it requires you guys to sit and talk about, you know, are we headed in the right direction? Because things change. You might want something in the beginning of the relationship and down the line you're like, wait a second, 
you know, my future looks different now, or I thought I wanted something and now I want something completely different. And your partner might feel the same way. So it's really important to always do these check-ins in your relationship, you guys, and do these check-ins with yourself first and foremost. So you know how to show up for your partner and you know what to even communicate about and what to even ask for. All right. So number two, similar kind of to number one, uh, you have different values and beliefs, okay? If your values are polar opposites, it is bound to cause conflict, like political views, religious views, financial views, all these things that, again, we can make things work if we really want to, but the problem with that is you're going to be forcing something and it's going to feel inauthentic down the line. So if you have different values and beliefs, that's going to be that's going to be a major clash in the future. Trust me, I've had this happen to me in the past. It's not fun because you think you can make things work and you think you're, <laughs> you think you can be smart about it later on. You're like, it's okay, I'll change him. It's okay, I'll change his beliefs. I'll change, it's okay, he, he'll change for me. No, it's all good. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll start doing what I want him to do. No, 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 no. Nobody changes anybody. <laughs> Let me just tell you guys now. If you get into a relationship and you come in with the intention of I'm going to change this person and I'm going to change their values and, the, and their beliefs, you are not going to win. I'm telling you now, we cannot change people and we shouldn't want to change people. They should be free to be who they are. They should be free to bring their values, their beliefs, everything, their, their interests, their, their, their dislikes, their likes, everything. They should be able to bring all of that to the table. You shouldn't have to change someone. You shouldn't have to force them to be someone they're not and vice versa. Because once we get into that territory, we're becoming controlling. And the relationship's not going to flow. It's not going to be fun. You know, you're, there, there's going to be resentment. You're going to start bickering, arguing, fighting. And you're not, you're going to lose respect for each other. You know, once you start controlling each other, that means that you're losing respect for one another and each other's space and freedom and autonomy and privacy. So do not go into a relationship thinking we have different beliefs and values, but I'm going to change the person. That is not going to work. It is not, not, not going to work. And it is very unfair to go in with that. That's very, that's very manipulative, right? We don't want anyone changing us either when we go into a relationship and it should go the same both ways. So make sure that when you get into a relationship and you're dating someone, you know their values, you know their beliefs, you know where they stand about certain things. And you know where you stand about certain things as well. So you can be honest and straightforward about what you want and who you are at the core. Uh, the next one would be, you can't be yourself around each other. This one is just, do I need to even explain this one, you guys? If you have to hide who you are and repress certain parts of yourself, you're in the wrong relationship, period. Period. This one goes hand in hand with the different values and beliefs, right? You you need to be able to be yourself in a relationship. You need to be able to step up and say, this is who I am, my quirks and all. And, you know, that doesn't mean that, like, the person has to accept you fully in the sense that, you know, you don't have anything to work on and your flaws and, and all your insecurities and you get to project them onto your partner. No, that's not what that means because we do have to take responsibility for our insecurities, our flaws, our shadows, the things that we bring to the table that are 
that are toxic, that are not very healthy, right? Um, but at the same time, you still have to show up as yourself. You still have to be willing to walk up to your partner and say, this is me, this is who I am vulnerably. And the mask falls off completely. And I'm able to be myself around you. And if you choose to be with me through that, then amazing. We can make this work. And we can be ourselves around each other. You know, we can be our silly, authentic selves. And no one has to feel judged for being who they are. I think that's when it becomes a problem. When you start to feel judged for being who you are in a relationship. And again, this is something that has happened to me in the past. Being myself was something I didn't feel safe doing. Because myself was too intense, too passionate, too much, right? Too intimidating, like all these things. And that's not fun, you know? That's not fun to be around people that don't accept you for who you are, that feel threatened by you or feel like you're a lot to handle. And that's okay. People don't have to handle you. They don't have to be around you. They don't have to, like, you know, like you or love you. But you know, well, what do you expect when you're in a relationship? You expect the person to accept you and love you for who you are. So that's the whole point of being in a partnership anyway, you know? Um, So the next one is a really important one. This one gets overlooked a lot, I feel. You have mismatched sex drives. Okay, this is huge. I feel like people overlook this a lot. And I'm not saying sex is like the most important part of a relationship. It's really the cherry on the sundae, to be honest. Um, because obviously great sex is incredible when you're in the right relationship and you can be yourself fully, um, and completely, totally naked on every, in every level, right? (laughs) Your soul, your physical body, like all of it. Um, but if you have mismatched sex drives and your partner has a higher sex drive than you or vice versa, or, you know, they get turned on differently, you know, there might be a bit of a clash there you could work on that again these are all things that you can work on if you want to but you might have to work a little bit harder and there this this tension over the amount of sex that you can have will spill into other areas of the relationship um so you know this is this is a big one this is really important you want to make sure that you're both on more or less the same level and i'm not saying that your sex drive won't shift and change as the relationship goes on of course as always all these things become very flexible and they shift and they change as we grow and as we want different things right and we relate sex to to sex differently you know as time goes on and with our partner and all that stuff and and they also go through their own transformation sexually and all that stuff so like things will shift things will change right and we have to be willing to go with the current and go with the flow but on a core level, if you both have different sex drives, that's going to be an issue down the line. Like, you will hit a rock. You will definitely hit a rock because the, if you don't have a high sex drive, your partner does, they're going to feel like something's missing. They're going to want that. They're going to they're gonna desire more sex. They're going to desire more physical intimacy. Um, and if they can't get it from you, it's unfortunate, but that's where affairs begin. That's where other things begin because you start to seek that elsewhere. And I'm not saying that's an excuse for infidelity or cheating. Absolutely not. But it happens. And that's one of the reasons why it happens. So um, the next one is you speak different love languages. This is really important too. Also gets overlooked, I notice. 
Um, again, you can learn to speak each other's love languages and do things for one another um, to show each other that you love each other, that you care about each other. But ultimately, if you don't speak the same love language, it's going to create some tension and you're going to struggle to feel loved by each other, right? Because let's say your partner, um, your partner feels loved through gifts, right? And material possessions and stuff. And you don't give love like that. The way you give love is through words of affirmation, right? Telling them that you love them, that you care about them, whatever. And, you know, you receive love in that way and they don't give love in that way. They give love through gifts, right? So if they give you a gift, I mean, you can give a fuck less, right? (laughs) Excuse my language, but you can really give a shit less about like, okay, this is cute. This is a nice present, but you might not feel that love that you want to feel, right? <clears throat> so this might be this might be a bit of a, a bit of an issue for sure. So definitely um, make sure you know what your partner's love language is beforehand. Try to figure that out early on in the relationship. All these things are important to figure out early on in the relationship. And I'm not saying bombard your partner on the first date <laughs> or even the first month, right? Like No, of course, again, you want to find the balance between being present and having fun and getting to know your partner naturally, right? Um, But also making sure that you are bringing up these topics every now and again, that you are talking about this stuff, that you are addressing these things that don't normally get addressed. And this is why there's so much miscommunication and incompatibility in relationship because we don't talk, we don't communicate. Um, a lot of issues that we have and that we hit in our relationships down the line could 100% be avoided through communication, through early communication. But, you know, that's one of the biggest issues is we don't really learn how to communicate. We don't learn how to approach our partners about certain things. Um, We don't even understand what we want, you know, so how are we going to bring that to our partner, right? It, It becomes a little bit harder. So, so yes, you guys, um, that's basically my my top five signs. Again, there's so many. I'd probably do another another episode on this because I like to keep my episodes short so you guys can focus and sit with it and process it. I don't want to overwhelm you with too much information all at once. Um, but I will definitely be back with another episode, like a part two on incompatibility. Again, this is a, these are questions that I get all the time. And people always want to know, like, the signs of, like, being incompatible and being compatible and all that stuff. So, but for now, this this works. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know uh, if this resonated. Let me know if um, you guys need any support whatsoever. You know I'm always, always here. And um, I love you guys. And I will catch you on the next episode. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with someone you love and don't forget to subscribe. If you're interested in coaching with me, find me on Instagram at Yasmin Elsmore. Make sure to also follow Humanity Feels on Instagram for daily inspiration and conscious conversations. Love always, Humanity Feels.